Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Muriel. And welcome to Hella Hella in Your your 30s. 30s. This week, we are going to Disneyland. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hella in Your 30s. This is a podcast for people of all ages, all about navigating this dystopian world we live in. More specifically, the dystopian world we will be navigating is Disneyland. First time, baby. It's my very first time going. It's your second. Uh, it's my might even be my. I think it's my third time. What? I went two times as a kid. Well, you. I was I was a million. I was Richie Rich. I was a millionaire rich kid, spoiled to no end. No, oh, you were not. <laughs> but you did go to Disneyland I twice. Did. Okay, so. I'm literally so excited. Uh-huh. Your brother bought us these tickets. He's yes. actually there now. I've been texting him, terrorizing him. I give him big warnings. I'm like, hey, look, you don't have to respond to this text. You know, have your fun. You don't work for me. But what do the lines look like here? And how is this going? And what's going on? Because I really want to do a lot of how is intel. That, how's that going? It's going okay. <laughs> I think he's, I think he's uh, you know, stomaching me to a certain extent. But I don't think he did something right. And I'm... A little bit mad at him slash what did he do i don't want to get into it now it has it has to do with signing up for the virtual queue uh-huh. for disneyland rides because we're actually going into california adventure park first it's a whole thing we'll get into okay that. okay so i don't really know okay, okay okay i've been doing a lot of work to I try know. to prep us and the pressure is mounting okay but first of all muriel what what are your expectations for Disneyland. You've never been. No. You have an idea of where it rests in like pop culture psyche. Yes. You have some visions floating through your mind of it. Yes. I want to know your expectations. Well, I guess based on how you're acting. Yeah. That it might be more intense than I think it's going to be. <laughs> well, I will definitely be more intense. I, I feel like I don't really know because uh-huh. I was like, oh, this will be really fun. Like, we'll go get some cotton candy. We'll go on the rides. Yeah. But I think maybe it's more of a curated experience than uh-huh. I thought it was going uh-huh. to be. And like, you know, for rides and stuff like that, to be totally honest, I like rides Mm -hmm. i've been horrified by rides Mm -hmm. and i don't think i've ever been on like a good ride that's not true we've been on several good roller coasters on coney island those are not good roller coasters yes they are first of all the big classic one is definitely a good roller coaster why are you arguing with me about this we (laughs) rode this and we all got off and thought we had whiplash Like you're using, I don't know why you're changing the the terms of this. I mean, obviously, like I'm not saying that I didn't have a fun time. Yeah. I'm saying like, I don't think I've ridden some like curated ride that's like. Some state of the art. I mean, I can't imagine what that would be beyond Uh my own experience. Yeah. So the one at Coney Island, for instance, is very old. Yes. Right? Yes. And super rickety. (laughs) And, and the seats are just like tiny and just you feel like you're in a little isolation jail box. Right. And very jaggedy yeah. and like jerky. We all got off and we were like, ow, like my, I think I got a bruise on my arm. <laughs> so I'm assuming that the rides at Disneyland are not like that. Yes. So I'm not using good as in like, I didn't have fun on Coney Island. Right. Coney Island's my favorite place in the world. It's right. the best place to go. 
I'm not using it good like in terms of that. I'm using it in like got you. Like I don't know. I just am expecting. I guess at this point for everything to be like really classy. Yeah. Okay. And like for like rides to not have like chipped paint and like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're laughing. I honestly have no idea. I've only been to roller coasters that are like not that good. Right. And like like a uh, little janky uh, carnivals and stuff. Yeah. I went to Kittyland. Mm-hmm. I used to go to Seattle Center. Yep. I've done like I've ridden stuff on like kind of little situations, you mm-hmm. know. But I've never like gone somewhere and been. And I am really scared of roller coasters that go upside down. Uh-huh. So like most of the time I've been to a place like that had a big roller coaster. Yeah. I was like, I am not going to go. Yeah. On that. You opted out. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. Very interesting. So, I feel like yeah. you're being really judging. No, sorry. I'm just saying like Disneyland is like the magical kingdom. It's like, Disneyland like it's not any sort of like they don't cut corners it's like all make-believe fancy everything I can't think of any brand branded experience that I've had that didn't somehow disappoint right so I guess maybe I'm being like I'm like I'll believe it when I see it okay and if it's as magical as they say it is then we're gonna have to go all the time right well here's the thing people say it's magical people say it's really magical and people love it and I'm very excited and I love roller coasters and I love like thrilling rides and they have rides it's like you get in and you it's not like you're moving through space but you're in this room that's like moving around and you have like 3d goggles on and it feels like you're like you know, in a space, what's it called? Star Wars, like spaceship, like going around, like really immersive, crazy experiences, Mm -hmm. which are very thrilling and very fun. Um, Are you saying that because you did it as a kid or because you're imagining that it would be very Because I did it as a kid and based on like all the research I've been doing and just my understanding of why Disney still is like the most powerful capitalist mega power uh is because they just it keeps staying good and like getting good so like the new star wars rides are supposed to be incredible Uh and they keep like upping the ante and like living up to their name and sort of like you know pushing the envelope as to what is available in that sphere i think what i'm gonna say is that i actually have no frame of reference for what that would even be like yeah I don't think I've experienced. So I'm like, I, like I'm literally like, well, we'll just go try and see. <laughs> yeah. I'm focused on the snacks. Okay. I'm focused on the worrying a little bit about where, like, waiting in line for three hours. Yeah, that's um, something we're gonna have to negotiate now. What? It's sold out. These tickets that were gifted to us are for the Friday of Memorial Day weekend. Right. It's a whole big deal. So that is kind of bad for the whole lines thing, but they are operating at only 35% capacity because of the pandemic. So I've been keeping my eye on wait times because through the app, which our listener Nina hit me to, I wouldn't have, I would be nowhere without Nina. Um, (laughs) uh, It looks like the worst wait times get up to like 75 minutes. Okay. That's not too bad. It's not too bad. I did go to six flags one time when we were living in Chicago. I think it's called like, great america or something i forget what the name of the six flags is in Uh illinois and we i went with a couple friends and we thought we were being really slick about like sneaking in right as the school year started so it would be uh like empty but really the place where we went was in a county that had a totally different school uh schedule than chicago so it was like the last weekend before school started so it was completely jam-packed with children with with just so many families it's so crazy (laughs) 
<laughs> and I think, you know, those and Six Flags is the ones that with the crazy rides that go like a million upside down loops and like as extreme as possible. I remember when you went and I and you were like, do you want to go? And I was like, no. Yeah. I think it would be a waste of money on me. I do not. Yeah. Want to go upside down. Okay. Well, I think there's. And I don't want to be scared. Well, most of the Disneyland, like classic rides, they don't go upside down. They're thrilling and really like fun and exciting and scary, but they don't really go upside down. And the thing that they do is they take you through a whole experience, right? So like, what's it called? Like big thunder mountain railroad or something is like, you're like on this like old timey train, like going on a little like ride to grandma's house. And then the train like. You know, the story is that they lose control of the train and you're like going around this mountain. Oh, and you're like, my God. And there's all these like people like digging gold or something. And they're like, oh, my God, stop the train. Right. <laughs> it's all like whatever. <laughs> right. So each thing has like a like an experience behind it. Whereas Six Flags is just like a crazy ass ride that's basically in a parking lot. Right. Yeah. So I like the experience. That's I like that idea. I mm-hmm. like having the narrative. Yeah. I've never done anything like that. Yeah. Um, I am kind of afraid of heights. Yeah. So that's another thing that I think, I feel like I'm going to irritate you because you're going to want to go do stuff. (laughs) You know what I mean? Well, I will say this about the, my Six Flags experience. It was terrible. Some of the things we had to wait like two and a half hours for the ride. Yeah. And the rides are like 90 seconds. Yeah. And so you sit there for two and a half hours, you get on this roller coaster, it's done in 90 seconds. And every single time I was like, that was worth it. Get me back in line. Like, I really, really enjoyed them. Like, they're really life. um, Well, then why was it terrible? It wasn't terrible at all, except for just the lines were really bad. Oh, It was just like the extreme worst lines. And even in that circumstance, I was like, I don't care. Here's the big difference. In Six Flags, there's not really much else to do besides the rides. Where Disneyland... Like the whole thing is interesting and there's like tons of stuff to do. Yeah. So uh, we are going to have to hash out the whole like, do you, you know, like I might be like, all right, I'm going to wait 75 minutes for this ride. And you might be like, you know what? I think I'm going to go explore this like weird, magical, like New Orleans town or whatever. They have like yeah. all these themed areas and cool things to do that yeah. are like pleasant. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And interesting. And then there's just tons of rides that are fun and cool that aren't like the, you know, the big staple sort of things are the most iconic, like big rides. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think like I want to go on iconic. Ro- I mean, I don't know. I'm super excited. Yeah. I don't I'm know. so excited. Okay. Wait, so tomorrow morning mm-hmm. we are going to leave the house at 645 AM. Oh my God. And then we're <laughs> going to drive down to Anaheim and we're going to park and we're going to meet up with Madi and Nana and we're going to get there nice and early so we are there when the place opens now we're starting the the ticket he was able to get because everything was sold out is like we have to start in california adventure park and then we can move over to the like classic disneyland starting at 1 p.m okay so there's some very good rides at california adventure park i won't bore our listeners with all the plans and we're going to take you guys through it when we're actually doing it but i've got so as soon as it opens we're going directly to a ride we're going to get that one out of the way then we can kind of uh wait and see and see what other things look good and see what the wait times are depending on where we go where we go then at noon we got to check the virtual queue so we can sign up for a couple rides that are in disneyland later in the afternoon that that's the thing that Madi didn't do is he's saying oh i couldn't do it because we're like in california adventure before disneyland but 
but I think he just waited too long and they filled up right away. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. You know you're going to be the dad of this trip, right? <laughs> I'm going to be the dad of the trip who's annoyed, but I'm also just going to be singularly focused, I think, on getting good rides in. Yeah, yeah. You should be so. focused on you, but what's really funny is I'm like, <sighs> I just love listening to you talk like this. It's just really funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay, honey, we're going to get up at 645. <laughs> Everyone has to be in the car. I definitely have. Your I have brother. <laughs> he's supposed to sign up at noon and he didn't. And that's his consequence. <laughs> I definitely have lunch planned out for us, too. Ah! I know when we're going to be that, how long the walk is to get to Disneyland. It's, uh, you know, I'm I, I'm trying to take care of certain basic parameters so we can get the most out of our one day in Disneyland. This is so great yeah. because I usually am the one who plans our trips also. Yeah. And so for me, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Because I feel like if we listen back to other stuff, like when we went to Europe or like when we went to Sicily and I was like, so what are your expectations for the river raft? And you're like, I don't know, like see some boats. You're like, okay, well, we'll be there at 1115. And from there we'll figure it out. I got the whole thing like planned out. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's really nice for me. I, I, it's interesting that we will go to faraway places and you're like, yeah, whatever. But we're going to Disneyland and you're like, I got it planned out. I know where we're going to have lunch. When in your life, unless you were like trying to do something for me, you would never be like, I know where we're going for lunch. Yeah, right. Well, I think I just love rides. I know. I love it. I'm you're so excited. So, you're so like, you have all this energy coursing through your body. Your hair is like really curly now. <laughs> there's, a, um, there's one more element to this. Oh, Which what? is... I don't know what to expect of the people at the park, right? Because it's like pandemic is still happening, I guess, right? Do we have to wear masks? Yes. Okay. We have to wear masks. And I, I'm curious to see what it's like at Disneyland because I think it's a bit like the airport or okay. Vegas in that like everyone kind of goes. And for a lot of people, it's like that family's vacation budget for the year. Yeah. So I think tensions can be high. Yeah. And of course, then a kid is freaking out and the parents are like, God damn it. This is our one weekend. This is the one thing we're doing, you know, and whatever. And I think people, I think it's also like the airport in that people are like dressed kind of comfortable. It's like that sort of, I'm in my pajamas, but I'm going to spend $40 on two sandwiches and a soda kind of vibe. Okay. You, you get what I'm laying down yeah. here. So I think that could be fully a part of this, which I don't, maybe that'll be really fun. Like maybe we'll just see tons of happy kids and it's like that energy is good. Yeah. I could also see it being like, whoa, this is like, uh, you know, American culture full tilt here. I love that part yeah. of it. I want to see everything yeah i miss people i want to see what they're up to do you i didn't know you miss people i miss like i like people watching yeah i like people watching and i like people in extreme situations yeah like I, the airport or yeah. las vegas that's what this is going to be like yeah I'm i think this that's like why i'm like okay fine of course i want to go on these magical rides yeah but i definitely do want to have time to just be like where are we and what's the culture and the temperature of that yeah totally. it's very much like a ride for me this you know is going to be saying? great. I'm going to be like, we're like a, we're like an exploring duo. I'm like the go-getter adventurer. And you're like the scientist with your notebook, like taking notes and like, you know what I'm saying? Collecting data. That's what I did. <laughs> so excited. Well, for me yeah. in my plan, 
I know what shoes I'm going to wear because yes. they need to be practical. Yes. Like I don't normally wear practical shoes, but these are going to be like really enforced. Yeah. And then I think I'm going to um, like do a little sewing tonight and fix what? up a pair of uh, 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 cutoffs that I have. <laughs> okay, great. That I just want them to look a little nicer. Yeah. And then I'm going to pick a shirt and then I think I'm going to pack a little backpack. And it's going to be for water bottles. Nice. Very good. And like a phone charger and yes. some other shit. Yes. So I think I'm going to like set up a little backpack for us to bring. Yes. Uh, maybe. <sighs> well, our, our Disney guru, Nina, emailed and said, definitely hydrate. And she was like, it's it's you can easily walk 10 miles in a day around. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. And for sunscreen. Gotta right. Sunscreen. Yeah. So I'm going to definitely have like a bag full of stuff yeah and um like a prepared like emergency bag and then i want to look at what you have planned yeah and think about it a little bit and i also want to watch handmaiden's tale because that's out right now and it's really good <laughs> you mean right now yeah <laughs> you just talking about all the <laughs> okay and then uh <laughs> one thing i did do today that i think was anti-planning uh-huh. is i finally finished like my fourth or fifth batch of kombucha and this one was actually edible uh-huh drinkable yeah and so then i was so excited i drank a whole glass so yeah. i'm just waiting to see if i'm giving myself horrible diarrhea so which would be a beautiful way to spend our day at disneyland i'm really hoping i didn't do anything too terrible <laughs> i'm just like waiting for the bomb to drop but so far it's been fine <laughs> okay well i want to apologize for being judgy earlier and i also want to you weren't that judgy well i'm gonna need to do some little meditating thing because <laughs> I feel like this could go either like I really want to be pleasant and fun tomorrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I could see this backfiring big time and me being this like, we have to do this. Let's go right now. Or like, no, or whatever. You know? I think that what you should do uh-huh. is advocate for yourself. Okay. So just have your plan, yeah. what you want to do. Yeah. I said you have carte blanche. I told you what I wanted. Yes. So I don't want to go on like a bunch of scary roller coasters. That's yeah. not that interesting to me. Yeah. But I do want to go on a bunch of like experiential rides. Yes. Um, And I want to do some people watching. Yes. And I think that, that that's good. You know what I mean? And if people are just like tired or don't want to do it, I think you just be like, great. Awesome. I'll meet you guys somewhere else at one. Yep. You know what I mean? Okay, great. That's what I think. Okay, I think we're going to be okay. Yeah. I think this is good. I feel like this is, we're one of those families. We're like, this is our one time. Get all the kids in the van. This is, we're blowing our whole wad right here, right now. I don't want you to be stressed, and I'll, I won't stress you, okay? Okay, well, I won't stress you either, hopefully. You won't. <laughs> you won't. What I'm hoping is that you guys don't want to go on a ride, and I can get some nachos and a beer by myself and just watch people. <laughs> yeah, that'll probably happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. All right. Well, I guess we have some stuff to do. We're going to watch some Handmaid's Tale tonight. We're going to prep. And then we're going to also um, go to bed. We're going to go to bed nice and early. I think we're going to try to go to bed at like nine. Yes, because we have to wake up at the crack of dawn. Yes. Are you so excited? Disneyland. Oh, wow. You know what else I want? What? It's a special day, so I want an Egg McMuffin. What? <laughs> you want an Egg McMuffin? <laughs> My favorite thing. Hey, never get them ever. But I like it when you get up really, really early and yeah. go on an adventure and then you get to go through a drive through and get this. So you want to stop at McDonald's on the way to Anaheim? 
Okay, well, we're leaving at 6.35 now. No, no, yep, no. Nope, nope. We're getting in the car, we get kids. Can we get breakfast at, uh, at uh, Disneyland? Well, it doesn't open until 9, so uh, that's not in the... Oh, yeah. You can get breakfast there, but when it opens, I'm going directly probably to Radiator Springs, okay? Am I coming with you? If you want to go on a fun-ass roller coaster. Oof. <laughs> this is going to be a nightmare. the morning time. Are you ready to go to a magical kingdom? Are you excited? Very much so. Did you sleep okay or were you I so excited? No, I slept pretty good. I definitely woke up with some very excited dreams, you Whoa. know? Sort of like people like um, lifting a ruler above their shoulders kind of dreams. Wow. Which I think has to do with Disneyland. I don't know. Oh, like a ruler like a king. Yeah. Not a ruler like a measuring thing. No. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what a weird dream. It's yeah. a lot less weird than what I was thinking. Let's lift this ruler. It's 12 <laughs> trillion miles long. All the people need to band together to I lift li- this ruler. I literally was sitting here going like, that's, I literally was picturing you lifting a 12-inch ruler above your head. <laughs> How'd you sleep? I slept okay. Yeah. I think I was like, I'm in this funny zone, mm-hmm. okay? I want to be real. Yesterday, I felt like I stressed you out by my answers to your questions about Disneyland. Okay. And I want you to know that I love you so much, and I love all of the hard work you put into this. And I'm kind of experimenting with, like, the lack of control I have over this day. It's kind of a role reversal for us for planning shit. Yeah. And planning trips in particular. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of leaning into it. So it's it's interesting to occupy this space where I haven't, like, done a bunch of research and, right. like, planned out what we're supposed to do. Right. I've let go of a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And because you were so enthusiastic about it. And now it's funny because, like, on the one hand, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's just go. This is great. And I'm excited, but I'm not like excited, excited because I haven't even thought about it. Okay. Well, I love you very much and I plan to be a a very kind ruler to you today. I'm going to take you on a magical journey (laughs) and I'm going to, I'm going to radically communicate. Okay. And I'm going to um, uh, advocate for myself and for you. And I think it's going to be, and I'm going to be on really good. I was feeling yesterday like, oh, I might be horrible today. You were not. No, I mean, I'm saying once we got there, I might be like, okay, well, we have to be here now. Okay, well, that's going to take a long time or whatever. I know that feeling. But, I know how that right. is because that's I, how I am. But I don't think <laughs> I'm going to be like that today. I have a, I, I have a sweet sense of optimism, and I think it's, I think it's um, going to be okay. I think we're going to have a really good time, and I'm. And I feel good about my energy. Well, and I also want to say, this is something that I think when you're planning things for other people or like, you know, like kind of around other people who aren't planning, Mm -hmm. sometimes you feel like you can fail them. Right. You know, and I, and I do that with you sometimes when I'm like. I like I'll plan something out like I planned out our honeymoon. Sometimes I'll be like, "Why are you mad?" And you'll be like, "Because I know you wanted a burger, and instead we got fried chicken, and I just feel like it's not exactly what you wanted." And I'm like, "I'm hell happy." I know, I know, and you're always happy. Like you never care, and it took me like I would say at least five years of straight up marriage 
for me to like really feel like you don't care. You're just happy that I kind of know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And that's how I feel. I yeah. literally don't care. I'm not like I'm not I I'm like I'll do whatever. I don't want to puke and I don't want to like do only like big scary roller coasters, but I mean, it sounds like at the end of the day, if I have to do big scary roller coasters all day, That'll be an experience. You know what I mean? Well, and it's worth yeah. it'll be worth it. I mean, so. I'm you're not gonna do things you don't wanna do, so that's number one. But and I then, might. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like well. I, I'm open. I don't even care anymore. I'm just like <laughs> ready to eat some corn dogs and like at nine AM. <laughs> well, something else happened that was pretty cool what? is we got an email from Jenna. Yes. And some information from Baz. Both And ha- Becky. And Becky. And those experts kind of reinforced some of my decisions that well, I had been making. You, they give you a lot of validation. What do you mean? They just validated all the things you thought were cool. You were like, I think I know which ones to go on based on reading. <laughs> and then they said they said, I'm gonna make sure you go on this one, this one, and this one. And you're like, that was what I was gonna do. That's what you were doing last night. Yes, so I feel extra confident about our game plan. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like do you not like the word validation? <laughs> no, I just thought like, oh my alarm's going off. Look at us, we're up before our alarm. No, I was just thinking validation meant like uh, I gave them, I told them what I was going to do, and they said, that sounds good. They didn't know what I was going to do. They just said, these are the things you should do. And I was like, ooh, okay, all right, I'm on the right path here. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, all right, we have to go. I know. Go take a shower. Okay. And then I'm going to lie here and um, look on my phone for longer <laughs> and drink this coffee. We're out of oat milk, so I'm drinking it with water and <laughs> instead of oat milk. Uh, All right, see, that's how easy I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. Easy peasy. Okay, good. All right, I got to get clean. <laughs> okay, everyone. Hi. Uh, <laughs> look, we really had a plan to do tons of recording at Disneyland, <laughs> and then it was so Fast and the Furious 8 that... Um, we didn't so (laughs) (laughs) wait hold on hold on okay it's the next day it's the next day we got home around i don't know 10 30 11 we went on every ride in the park that has existed we'll talk about all this in a little bit we're gonna have to wake up and really give a we're gonna we're gonna tell the story we got blasted by disneyland (laughs) we got blasted in the face there's so much to talk about and it will happen shortly but i literally we were like, oh, we'll get home a little early. <laughs> we'll record our uh, experience over a cocktail. And it was like we got home. We drove home in silence. <laughs> and then Nick literally just like, I sat down in the living room and Nick just goes, oh, I'm going to go take a shower. <laughs> disappears. And I was like, well, all right, whatever. I was like, so, I was like, so unable. You know what this reminded me of? What? Like, for a summer, I had lost my, one of a, like, a waiting job or something like that. And I had been broke and I needed to kind of, like, make up for that. Yeah. So I took two jobs and one of them I was working at a bar and the other one I was working at a pancake house. Yeah. And sometimes I would have to be at the pancake house at, like, five in the morning. Like, it was... So I would work all night, like, and then get home at two, right? And then get up at five, and then go work, yeah, 
at the pancake house and then go and do shows all night. So I had this crazy, and then I would get home that night. So I had yeah. been doing maybe hours of work on like three hours of sleep. And I was getting home at like three o'clock in the morning and I just couldn't go to sleep. So what you're saying is that going to Disneyland for old people like us is the equivalent of a young person working three days in a row. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I'm having a cocktail. And then I like I, I turned into a goblin and ate like some Parmesan cheese out of the carton. I was just like, I reverted to some like strange part of myself. I was just like, am I still enjoying myself? <laughs> It's like I couldn't turn off that part of my brain, the corn yeah. dog part. But at the same time, I was like so tired. It's like when you see a toddler like eating, like a, um, like sleeping but eating an ice cream. You know those videos? Yeah, right, right. And you're just like trying to take away the ice cream, and they're like, "No." It's yeah, like totally. I have this teacup of whiskey. I was like sitting in the living room, like I'm not going to bed. Uh, uh, I was passed out. I was I not mean, privy to whatever craziness you had coursing through your mind. I, I was know. asleep. That was, uh, was so funny. Um, I eventually this, just took two Tylenol PMs. I was like, all right, bitch, I'm knocking <laughs> you out. You're going to sleep. <laughs> I did uh, literally wake up this morning and with a craving that I have, I don't can't remember the last time I woke up with an actual craving and it was for corn dogs. I seriously <laughs> want to eat a corn dog still now. They're I want, so intense. I want one so bad. We I woke up. To, I think it's literally what woke me up this morning and got me out of bed. I think I would have kept sleeping if it, oh, if no. my body hadn't been demanding more corn dog. Oh, uh, we all were leaving the park last night, and we had been screaming so much that we couldn't hear each other through our masks. <laughs> yeah. So we were all like, "Okay, well, see you later." What? <laughs> Oh my God! See you later. <laughs> what are you saying? At one point, Monty was like, "Are you guys just ignoring me?" And I was like, "When have we ever just ignored you?" Like, He's like yeah, like, we're just ignoring you, Monty. <laughs> we can't hear you, you psycho. <laughs> we're all like, okay, bye. Thanks for a great day. It's all really great. I screamed so loud. The first time I screamed was when, I mean, it's like I knocked out my vocal cords yeah. the first time. I know we're going to talk about everything yeah. in a second, but I will say, you know, all I'll say is what? and the we went on this roller coaster and it's called the Incredicoaster and it has lights and sound design and figurines everywhere. And it's the scariest roller coaster I've ever been on to the point where. It's only about a minute and a half of a ride. It's very short because it's the fastest thing I've ever done in my life. Like it's faster than a jet. It might be faster than the speed of sound. Oh, it's the fastest, okay. Okay. fastest roller coaster. Okay. Right. <laughs> right, let's and get I this got on there. Some I was like, <laughs> I got on there and I was like, okay, let's get on this roller coaster. I'll do it. Fine. You guys are assholes and I'm going to do it. And I got on and a minute and a half later, I got off and I had no voice, but <laughs> I don't remember screaming. And Nick was like, the greatest thing about that is the whole design. It feels like you're inside the movie. And I was like, what design? <laughs> I like blacked out. I don't I remember. <laughs> At one point you go, did you put your hands up? And I was like, did you have your eyes closed? 
I, I had sitting next to I each thought other. they were open. I was like, what characters? And he's like, you know, they're saying all this stuff. And I was like, what did they say? <laughs> I heard nothing. And my, I was wearing my heart monitor and it was just chill. Like not a heart monitor, but an uh, Apple watch my mom gave me. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's like chill, chill, chill. I mean, we're slowly walking, but. On my Apple Watch, there's one point where my heart went up to 165 <laughs> beats per minute. It was just like for one second. It's like this normal little like heart rate, you know, for your whole day. Yeah. And then there's just like one dot like way above. <laughs> and it's just where I did that stupid roller coaster and <laughs> scared the shit out of me. What? And then I couldn't talk for the rest of the day. I was like hacking because my throat was so messed up. I know. Yeah. All right. Well, we had all these plans for today, and I think the only plan now is to chill for the next like five hours, and then uh, as soon as our energy has come back to us, kind of actually tell you guys a story of Disneyland. Yeah. So be ready <laughs> for the most ex- crazy day of all time. <laughs> time again for our patreon <laughs> that's right disney's not the only thing that can shove in some marketing and everything they do that's right baby we're on to you yes we have a patreon if you love listening to episodes we have more patreon episodes yes. for the taken the most recent one we did is a truth or dare episode uh it is really funny in which i learned that nick doesn't know any of the lyrics to America the Beautiful. <laughs> I don't even think that's what it's called. I think it is. And you made me laugh so hard that I actually almost threw up. <laughs> okay, so great. it's a great episode if you're interested. <laughs> that's right. We got some spots open at our $3 a month tier. Uh, so for as little as $3 a month, you can help us make this podcast and you unlock tons of great episodes. That's right. And you can give us $5 or more a month if you want. It's (laughs) very fun. And one thing we're going to be starting soon is listener requests. So if you're on our Patreon and you're a patron, you can ask us to do stuff and we'll do it. We're going to do a Survivor episode coming up here. Lexi and Cole hit us up. up. Joey wants us to do a... (laughs) An InfoWars episode, which I don't even get yet, but we're going to look into that. So I'm going to listen to InfoWars, talk to Nick about it. So, you know, it'll be fun over there. Come join us. All right, guys, back to Disneyland. The most magical place on earth. That's right. We're back. We're caffeinated. And boy, do we have a story for you. (laughs) The time, pandemic 2021, the place, Disneyland, Anaheim, California. Whoa, and it wasn't a pandemic. I've never been there before, so I don't have a frame of reference, but they are very strict, which is great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you do wear a mask outside, inside. 100% 100% of the time. Yes. You do, you are social distanced. And as we will explain, they have designated eating areas, which are probably 75% less spaces than need 
they need. Yes, you know they mean? needed a lot more designated eating spaces. That was a wild. Besides I, that, like everything else about the pandemic thing was just fine for me. But I was like, you guys got to set up some more tables. We need some umbrellas. It was tables. And it was also, there are no characters. The right. characters are on platforms. Yeah. And you can take pictures from afar, which is great. Protects people. But yeah. the whole thing is very much. I think that my impression of it feeling a little bit like the mall or like uh-huh. the grove or something yeah. comes from the fact that people are gone there are no characters there's no parades yeah there's right no fireworks fireworks all of the things that aren't rides yeah are not very fun yes and a lot of the food situations are shut down or oddly yeah you have to order on their phone and then you get it and then there's no place to sit and you can't like get an ice cream and walk around with it or popcorn or anything yeah and i totally get it and it totally makes sense and i wouldn't i'm not making this complaint saying that it should be different but given the circumstances but it is very interesting if you've never been there before right because i realized about eight hours in after really settling into the vibe of the place, it's yeah. really beautiful. There's yeah. so much landscaping and yeah. natural trees. Like I thought the whole thing was going to be really fake looking. Yeah. And that was the charm of it. Yeah. Plastic mushrooms. And yeah, I right. don't know. I just thought it was going to be more of a fantasy yeah. in the sense of it being totally manufactured i didn't yeah. realize it was gonna have so much natural beauty yeah and this lake or a bunch of lakes i get confused about things <laughs> and a pier and the yeah i mean it was very yeah. it was sweet and there were ducks and baby geese and yeah you know, and like the people who work there each of their uniforms probably cost like three hundred dollars they're really cute yeah you, yeah they're really cute it's just that it's without i realized halfway through i was thinking Oh, this is supposed to be a experience even if you don't do the rides. Yes. And I think there was a lot of that experience was bled out of it. So I I had a hard time adjusting to the rhythm of the place. Yeah, like I, right. I genu- genuinely felt like I didn't know what what the point was for a second. Right. It definitely did kind of feel like a big outdoor mall with roller coasters. Right. It's like, other than that, you can go shopping for like Marvel's or Star Wars shirts. Yes. Or like Mickey ears. And then there's like some food stands. And then there are rides. Right. And nothing is very comfortable to do. Yeah. Unless you are... The experience of the ride is great. Yes. And the lines weren't very long. It was a really nice... Yeah. experience and the actual attractions are so beautiful even if you're going through where the lines are and you're waiting for 45 yeah. minutes what you're looking at is still really interesting yeah and it's beautifully you know, planned out right but in terms of just the park itself it's a little it's uncomfortable because there's nowhere to stay <laughs> yeah. and you can't and the whole thing is centered around street food and like carrying stuff like getting getting treats and you're tired and you're waiting in line all the time so the perfect thing to do get a lemonade get a lemonade get a coffee get a churro stand in line and then it makes standing in line better but then you can't eat or drink in line so you're just standing for an hour and a half and then you get done and then you have to spend your time finding a place getting the stuff 
and then searching for somewhere to sit that's not in the sun. Yeah. And then eating your dumb little <laughs> delicious street food while yeah. you're sitting. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're wasting. I think that the way that you would want to enjoy that is. Yeah these little treats that they sell everywhere would be something you would do while you're in line. And then right. that makes that fun. Yes. And then the whole thing kind of comes together. And then when you're walking from place to place, you run into characters yeah, and there's right. a parade and yeah, there's like, totally. a, you know, I think that that's more of the vibe. So without yeah. that, it's, it honestly it feels a little odd. Yeah, totally. Especially to someone who's never been there. It doesn't feel like a deficit necessarily because everything's so cool, but you're, yeah. You're definitely sitting there and thinking to yourself, why is everyone wearing a shirt calling this the happiest place on <laughs> it's earth? It's a little bit weird. I <laughs> yeah. was like, oh, I get it. I'm starting to understand yeah. how the pandemic affected this place. There were some ups and downs and there were some pros and cons of the whole experience. But I will have to say that the adrenaline and the thrill of some of those rides absolutely made it one of my happiest places on earth. That's Well, it was the best park I've ever been to. Yeah. I And I haven't been to a lot, as I have said. Yeah. But I mean, it's definitely unparalleled <laughs> and it started with the parking attendant yeah yeah uh, we pulled into the parking lot and he was like okay come here come here okay and you're coming and you're coming and you stop and you're good and i thought he was mad at us yeah and i was like oh no did we, i thought we did what he said and then he just like sidestep parallel hopped in front of the next car I was like okay and you're coming and you're coming and you're turning and you're adjusting and you're good okay stop and boom he was just going and this was a man who was not a young man he was he was a I was going to call him Silver Fox. I don't even know what that means. I just, I'm just saying he was like, <laughs> he was an elder statesman who was amped. It was so exciting. I yeah. mean, that's something yeah. the park does. It's insane. You walk in and every person, if you walk up to a group of people and yeah. they're talking, it's not like militant. employees. You mean? Yeah. It's like employees will be talking. They're not militant at all. But the minute that they sense that one person is slightly sticking out of the herd. They yeah. all snap over and they go, can I help you? Yeah. And it was so, it makes you feel so special. They're so nice. I kept going up to people with a question that clearly had, like, were doing a different job. Yeah. That had nothing to do with yeah. whether the train was still running or whatever. And I'd be like, I'm so sorry, but could you help me? And they were so nice, literally 100% of the time. Nice, knowledgeable, patient, direct, yeah. friendly, yeah. energetic. But not, this is the thing I wasn't expecting, Yeah. not in a syrupy way. Right. Not in a fake customer yeah. service way, yeah. which I really think was interesting. Yeah, it was. That my experience was the tone was so genuine. Yeah. And I don't know if I've ever been around a crew of people in customer service yeah. were that aligned with the tone of how they approached the customers. After every single time I spoke to someone, I was like, this must be a fun place to work. So, I mean, people were just, and they seemed straight up. They weren't yeah. like, how, 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 welcome to Disneyland. We're so excited for you to be here. Yeah. Da, da, da. Like they weren't like that at all. Yeah. It was more about, Hey, how are you? Yeah. Great. Yeah, you just turn around over there. Oh, no worries. Yeah, yeah. we'll see you soon. Okay, yeah. thanks. Take care. Like, yeah, really, right. like, super uh, made you feel very, I don't know, taken care of by a genuine friend. Yeah, totally. And everyone was like that. Yeah, totally. It was awesome. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was pretty floored. That was my first sort of indication that we were going into some sort of like, okay, this is the big league situation. Yeah, right. Totally, yeah. totally. Um, so speaking of that, we entered the park. Emotions were pretty high because I was worried that I had been too uptight and I wasn't sure if I was. we were making the right moves out of the gate. Well, there was a lot of spiraling. And I'm going to say <laughs> yeah. I totally relate. Yes. I... I do this all the time. Yeah. I think people who plan also have this issue. I'm sure if you're a planner, you're yeah. one of these people. You start to think, I planned all these things. We needed to be, we ended up coming to the park 10 minutes late. Later than we wanted to be there. Still, what we thought was way enough time to get there right when it opened. Right. So it was already weird. We didn't have, we got up at five in the yeah. morning or something stupid, 545 or something. And then we hustled to get out of there. But what we realized is based on our plan, which was drive straight to the park, walk over from the parking structure, get in line right away. Yeah. One of the rides, the first time we were going to be able to eat would be like, 10 30 yeah best case scenario right. so we wanted to grab something really quick and there was a mcdonald's which that's my <laughs> the people all heard you say i'm you just have saying to get mcdonald's it's like one time or maybe three times a year if yeah. we do something that means that we have to get up early that's not practical to eat you know right when we wake up i get so excited because i, <laughs> I love these stupid breakfast sandwiches and so and every time I have them, I don't care. It just gives me like the craziest endorphins. So anyway, we went to this stupid McDonald's and the line was out of control. It took so long. And we got out of the car. We were waiting and everyone was stressed. And then it took them forever. And Nick was I could see you because I know I'm I was not, getting all my panics were gone. I know. And it was like not. All I had, 100% was empathy. No judgment. I just saw you slipping under the waves the way yeah. that I know I do. Yeah. You know, when I think we needed X, Y, and Z, and we have to be there by this time, and yeah. then you see the dominoes of your plan sort of falling down. Right. And I knew you were having a meltdown. And so we got into the car, <laughs> and we're driving, and you're quieter and quieter and have the more and more strange answers to questions <laughs> <laughs> and we get to the park we're 10 minutes late yeah. but when we were in line to get these stupid <laughs> sandwiches from mcdonald's i said hey do you think it'll be thousands of people when we get there yeah i, I said what are we expecting like, yeah what level of crowd are we trying yeah, to beat right. and you just turned and looked at me and you go i don't i don't know <laughs> And then we got there and they were thousands of <laughs> thousands people. of people. So by I the was time we were gonna be in a <laughs> yeah. line of like 70 people at the beginning yeah. of the park like a dummy. No, it was thousands and thousands of people. <laughs> so by the time we did our fastest thing, we got to our first ride that we wanted to get out of the way as yeah. soon as the park opened in California Adventures, which was the Radiator Springs roller coaster ride. It was already an hour 45 minute wait. I mean, at that point, we thought the park wasn't even open. Yeah. So first we get there and we get out of the car and you have to walk forever to get to the park. And people did warn me about that. And I will say that I th thought I took their warnings really to heart, but we didn't have to wait for anything. It was like the 
getting into the parking structure was super quick. We got out of our car and walked all the way. There was no like slowing down. And it took like 45 minutes. Yeah, it was really long. Yeah. And we got there and we Nick Nick is saying, we have to get into the Radiator Springs line right now. And I was like, okay, well, you know, <laughs> my brother's not here yet. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Can he join us? You know, we don't yeah. want to be in the situation where we're split up for an hour and 45 minutes because right. we're in different parts of the line. He says, we have to do it. And then I, I said, okay, well, can I go to the bathroom first? And you were like, oh, okay. I got too excited. <laughs> and we go to the bathroom. We come back. We get in line. And I I had told Nick he should put on some sunscreen. And I turned around and looked at him. And <laughs> your face was just like soaking wet with stress sweat. Because <laughs> yeah. you were dry. And I put yeah. it on. And we got in line. And you just started sweating bullets i think because of the situation yeah. not because you were hot yeah right and you were sweating and looking super wild and i was i said you need to come <laughs> what did i say i said are you got you have to start having a good time yeah you, yeah you told me you have to start having a good time i was like okay okay i'm letting it relax we're in line like we got this this is gonna be fine but that didn't work and you said okay and then like 10 minutes later you were like you're not relaxed yet you're not having fun i was like you're right i'm sorry okay let me just i got this like i'm, I'm gonna get in a good mood this is fine then 10 minutes later it was like you're still being quiet and weird <laughs> i was like i am not gonna stand here for an hour and 45 minutes with you <laughs> acting super stressy. So then Muriel <laughs> just, she was like, come here. And she turned me towards her and took the sunscreen and then just really slowly and methodically like worked all this sunscreen into my head by like massaging my face. And you just worked your magic and calmed me down. <laughs> it was, it was so the most funny. weirdest like forced loving. Well, I had tried a few tactics because then I go first. I was like, you better knock it off. Kind of joking. Yeah. Or I said something like, you know, you need to stop being so stressed. Everything's fine. I'm fine. We're good. Like I tried to be good cop. Right. Yeah. And then a little later you were super stressed. And this is not my proudest moment. But I was like, you need to knock it off. <laughs> I thought I could like bully you into <laughs> being f fun again. Well, I guess I just thought like if I if I was if I said you need to knock it off. You're you're being super grumpy if you would say, "Oh man, I guess I am being grumpy." Yeah, you know right. what I mean? I, yeah, I yeah. thought I was like interjecting some reality in the situation, yeah. and that I that made it worse. I just saw your eyes, just your pupils shrink, and so then what I did is I took a bandana and I wiped every little bit of this watery, wet, stress, panic sweat off of you with this, um, this bandana. Yeah. And then I worked in some sweat-proof sunscreen. <laughs> it's like slowly and methodically. <laughs> just wax on, wax off the whole, my whole <laughs> negative energy. I did. I got it. And you just sat there. With, <laughs> you just sat there. And totally we were just going to accept it you're, yeah and, and you totally it worked calmed down. so well <laughs> it worked so, so well and then i just realized like everything is fine you know this is going to be the long way and we're going to get this right out of the way and then we're going to have totally enough time to see all the things that i want to see because i didn't say this in the intro to this episode about why i felt so much pressure yeah to like have a good experience it's because i have reoccurring nightmares in which I am back to a place that I've been looking forward to returning to some important place for my past. 
and I can't get to the like the cool thing that I remember the most. And it is a theme that always pops up in my nightmares. And it's very rare that I actually have the chance to return to a place and try to get to the thing that I remember the most that I love. And so this was an example of me possibly living through a literal nightmare of mine yeah which is oh we're not gonna have time to get to space mountain if i chose wrong (laughs) and (laughs) you know my diagram didn't quite work out so anyways that's what was really behind the whole like manic energy and then i calmed down and then your brother met up with us and the way he did it his name is Madi. He's sort of a famous grump. Was he popped out screaming, don't get too excited. And he had on full on Mickey Mouse hands and Mickey Mouse ears and a whole Disneyland like themed outfit. So I have to I'm going to interject a little bit of this sibling situation. Yeah. Is my brother is a notorious grump. Does not like waiting in line. Is like when we were kids, he yeah. used to have meltdowns at the museum yeah. as a teenager, just going, I'm so tired. I can't <laughs> walk. You know, sitting on all the benches, sighing. So it's it's a big deal. And he and I have never been to Disneyland. Right. And he's a serious dude. You know, he yeah. doesn't have, he only wears like one blue Carhartt shirt. Like <laughs> yeah. he doesn't have anything flamboyant about yeah. him. And he showed up with these Mickey Mouse, <laughs> massive plush Mickey Mouse hands. But the other thing is the Montgomery kids, um, even though we like to break rules, yeah. we are also very sensitive about breaking rules yeah and what i've learned to find out is that lots of people hold places in line for their parties and that's not a big deal yeah but i was my first line and i didn't know if people were gonna get mad if they met us it turns out everyone was meeting people even way down so we'd been waiting for about 20 minutes and they finally got to the park and so he's dressed up in a mickey mouse shirt plush fingers (laughs) these giant mickey mouse hands and then mickey mouse ears that were mickey mouse hands yeah right but he didn't want to draw attention to himself entering the line and cutting so what he did do is he walked really slowly he's a big guy (laughs) he walked slowly up to us with his arms spread out like you would if you didn't want to scare an animal and he goes don't get too excited because he didn't want me to draw attention to him cutting (laughs) which then equaled muriel Bent over laughing for the next 35 minutes. I was like, what? What do you expect? <laughs> I was like, don't get too excited. That's what your line is? You look insane. <laughs> that killed me. He was uh, like, you have to calm down. But he's wearing this huge dance. <laughs> it was great. So then we just hung out for the next hour or whatever. And uh, what was cool about that experience was... The line was so long. We were just talking and it was kind of like boring sort of, but nice to talk and catch up that by the time we actually got in the ride, I had forgotten that we were about to have an experience. So suddenly we're in this attraction that's cars themed from the movie. And it's like, we're in this dark garage and cars are like jumping out and talking to us. It was crazy. It was, it, it I've, don't know how, but I actually forgot what we were entering into. Like I what we were, what the bargain we were deciding to to be a part of. I really genuinely had that 
crazy heart palpitation when yeah. you feel like you maybe smoked too much weed or yeah. something like it that's how familiar it was that experience to yeah. me felt it felt like i was in over my head yeah. <laughs> on a child's ride on a child's ride that's yeah. exactly what it was and yeah. it's also the juxtaposition between the two because the ride is outrageous yeah. and it and so disorienting yeah. and kind of scary, but it's obviously little kid toys. Yeah. You know, and little kids are in line. They're in you. line. It's so odd because yeah. in your brain, you're just kind of feeling as if you shouldn't be as affected by these things. Cause these are little <laughs> kid things. Yeah. Right. But I had, I was on pins and needles. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. I, I was sitting there thinking I was going to faint because <laughs> yeah, totally. these cars are popping out. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> little kids like, oh, it's what's his name? Luigi or I'm something like, from this movie. <laughs> I just see there like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the car is talking. <laughs> scared the crap out of me. It was really intense. Uh, uh, it was great. So then anyways, so we were there. And we had a couple hours to kill before, well, not to kill, to enjoy, to really dig our our fingers into the meat of California Adventure Park before Disneyland. So we hit all the big rides. We hit Soarin' Around the World, which you've never been on a ride like that. It's basically one of those ones where you are sort of in front of this digital screen and it feels like you're flying and it was like super exhilarating and cool. Yeah. And then the other cool thing was after our radiator springs of hour and 20 minutes or whatever everything else was actually really quick the the weight was the quick. weight line yeah. was like we really nothing else was anywhere close to as drastic as that and so we hit out soaring right away and then we did grizzly run which is this water ride which you can get soaked on and you also can by luck miss the geyser that soaks people at the end of this fun ass inner tube ride and so when we were getting on, I asked our guy, Antonio, who is being really nice and really fun, helping us get secure to give us a blessing to miss the geyser. But for some reason, every time I said the word blessing, I said the word curse. Can I, I'm going to paint this a little bit. Okay. We, we waited in line for a long time. We get to the front of the line, not a long time, but yeah. maybe 40 minutes, yeah. right? You get to the front. You're on a spinning platform. So it's a massive platform that's <laughs> okay. spinning around in a circle like yeah. a record. And the boats are coming in in the direction of the spin. But yeah. you got to catch your boat, right? Yeah. So you're running in this weird spinning, massive spinning deck. Yeah. And this super enthusiastic guy named Antonio comes up. <laughs> and he's like, all right, come over here. You got four people. Get in here. And and he's sassing us a little yeah. bit. And Nick was like, I, am I going to get wet on this? And he's like, you might get wet. And it's cute and sassy. Yeah. But then Nick goes, he goes, Antonio. Like he's playing around with this yeah. guy. Antonio, give us your curse. <laughs> and it was like, it hit this weird note, yeah. but it got stuck. Because Nick was like, he goes, what? I got to curse you. It's Disneyland. Yeah, right. And Nick's like, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, give me your curse. I just want you to curse us. <laughs> so we don't get hit by the geyser. And we're all just like running down this spinning deck <laughs> trying to get to this thing. And this guy just gets more and more confused. Yeah. I was like, we have to get inside this stupid thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. It was so fun. And then we went on the Incredicoaster, which was so cool because I had been looking forward to this ride 
This is the one we were talking about earlier. Yes. The one in which I blacked out apparently yes. and lost all sense of what the ride was. Yes. Because it had kept getting temporarily closed. So I thought it wasn't available at all. And then it was it was available, then it was temporarily closed. And basically we got super lucky and were one of the first people to get on when it reopened. So we didn't wait in line at all. We just ran and got on. And that ride rocks. It is a fun ass roller coaster. I, I it was the most fun out of any ride I had. It's one of those huge roller coasters that go super fast, super high. It doesn't like take you really slow up the steep parts where you get all that dread in you. Like that's not the fun part of the roller coaster for me. The dread part is the part I don't like. The going fast as hell is the part I love. It was so fun. There's one like upside down part, so it's not one of these like six upside down over the top like I'm going to, you know, ruin your life kind of roller coasters. It was gorgeous. It was so fun. I was just screaming. And it really did feel like you're that well, that kid in Incredibles, like flying around and ducking between bad guys and shit. It was awesome. That was my, it was my favorite. It if was you're me, the roof good. It was really good. And I, the, I thought it was really, really entertaining. But if you're me, that element of like who you are in the yeah. Incredibles is completely lost. Yeah. You're I mean, just trying to stay alive. <laughs> yeah, right. That's all. <laughs> You're just trying to stay alive. Yeah. Well, you were uh, very brave and I was so proud of you for going. And afterwards you said you were really happy that you did because that's the most extreme roller coaster there. So you felt less afraid going forward to the next few. Rides. I also think you might have oversold the roller coaster element to some of these rides uh -huh. because I thought that it was going to be way more of those Incredicoaster rides yeah. and way less of the like animatronic, yeah. you know, experiential things. Right. I didn't really understand the balance was like that. Yeah. So I did make a bit, I was a bit of a, you know, worry wart big baby about not wanting to be doing only scary rides. Yeah. But really this quote unquote scary rides were the most fun. Yeah. Right. Like th that was, those were the best rides. You yeah. Know? Totally. And the Incredicoaster pushed my buttons a little bit. Yeah. I would probably do it again. I would do it again. Yeah. It was pretty fun. But I, I think mean, if, I, yeah. I was terrified. Yeah. yeah. If I went back to Disneyland, I would go on the Incredicoaster two or three times. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. It was so great. Uh, we also did have our first churro right next to the Incredicoaster, which was gross. Yeah. That was weird. You got to pick and choose. Right? Yeah. It was cold and it was really bad. I still, I just put it in my bag and didn't eat it. I felt kind of bad, but I was like, I don't got time for a <laughs> yeah, bad churro today. Right. But we did have the best corn dog. I know I already talked about it, but it really, I'm, I still want one now. I haven't gotten over my craving for it. It yeah. was so good. I got a hot link corn dog and we put a picture of us up on Instagram and lost followers because it looks like we're eating wieners <laughs> and by wieners the humor, the human kind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh. anyways that basically took us to 1 p.m. where we could go over to Disneyland but the stupid virtual queue thing would not work for us well there's two very 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 popular rides that we wanted to go on yeah and we just couldn't sign up on time which was very tragic there is yeah. a good ending to this so we did yeah. actually get to go on one of these rides yeah. but we didn't get to do it and so you know whatever we soldiered on yeah we went and did more stuff and there and was so much stuff to do yeah and we did space mountain which that was our first disneyland thing so space mountain is my favorite ride in the park i think yeah so space mountain for those of you who don't know 
it's basically a roller coaster in a completely dark warehouse yeah. that's full of stars. Yeah. And you don't know you're just riding a roller coaster in the dark through space. Yeah. And I think that in my mind, I thought most of the rides would be like that. Yeah. Like super disorienting. Yeah. Totally another planet. Yeah. I loved it. And yeah. it wasn't too scary of a stupid roller coaster. Well, I, here's the thing. I kind of disagree. I think it's scary as hell not knowing where you're going. It doesn't go upside down, and there's not like huge like 90 degree drops. And it's not as fast. It's the Incredicoaster was terrifying. This is like a cool, easy roller coaster. Yeah. Um. Well. Well, I don't know if I agree with that. You, I think you just loved it a lot, which I completely relate to, and also totally loved. It. I wanted to be distracted from the terror by yeah. the experiential part of it. Yeah, yeah. So for me. The terror on Incredicoaster outweighed the like cute characters and voices and stuff like yeah. the sound design. Yes. But in Space Mountain, the experience outweighed the terror. And I thought it was actually so much fun. Yeah. I, I could have ridden that six or seven times and not gotten tired of it. Yeah, right. I loved it. Yeah, that's so cool. I'm so, I'm just like so happy to know that about you. Now I just want to go find other cool theme parks and take you on rides. You're really, really fun. Oh, you're so I, I was fun worried to go I was going to be a wet blanket because I would be too scared to do stuff. Well, and I was worried I would just be uptight and feel like we can't do this. We need to go now or whatever. And we were both the probably the least amount of that to, as could have been expected, I, I think. I think we worked well together yeah. to come up with a favorable ending. I think so. Result. Yeah. Um, I do want to say what? that people said, get Dole Whip, and people reached out to us and said, skip the Dole Whip. We got Dole Whip. I'm going to go ahead and say it was good. I really liked it. It's really great. It was super, super hot, and it's like refreshing and light. So like that part of it was great. I would have to say, if you were going to ask me like my 10 favorite Desserts, Dole Whip would not be on that You're list. Not, that's not a Nick thing. And I totally get it. But it yeah. was a Muriel thing. Yeah. I loved it. It wasn't yeah. overly sweet. It was really yeah. refreshing. Yeah. It's like a pineapple soft serve, basically. And the only thing is that there's nowhere to sit. And you yeah. can't eat it when you walk. So we got yeah. all this Dole Whip, loaded it up on a tray, and then walked through a crowded theme park for 10 minutes until we could find a spot so by the time you sit down it's like almost <laughs> yeah right that was just, it's like outrageous that was a little rough <laughs> like, hey, we just spent 40 stupid you know like not 40 dollars but yeah, some right. stupid amount of money on a right. bunch of dole whips and then we can't find a chair yeah oh and Miro got lumpia from that spot and uh just on a whim you were just kind of going crazy got us some lumpia and it was pretty bomb yeah i, I was say. like they have lumpia well i gotta try it yeah that yeah. was hella good uh okay so then we did thunder mountain which was great and then we did splash mountain which i got in the front row of and got completely soaked about three minutes into the ride like before the big splash i got destroyed i did too we bought nick and i got so wet on splash mountain it was unfreaking believable i didn't see anyone before the ride or after the ride that it was even half as wet as i was we were well and i had the backpack on my front if i yeah. hadn't had the backpack on me i would have been as wet as you yeah and I, my shoes were soaked all the way through my socks were soaked all the way through we got so wet 
That ride is also hell of fun. It's so I great. I like that. I was ride. just like amped. We get to we like at the end of it, we like pull into the thing because I was watching other little kids be in the front row. Right. I said other little kids like I was a little kid. They watched the little kids be in the front row. And I was like, OK, well, this seems OK. Well, here's the thing. For those of us who haven't been to Disneyland, Splash Mountain is essentially one of those log rides. A lot of theme parks have yeah. this where you have a hollowed out plastic log. Yeah. And it always scares me because there's no seatbelts or anything. You're just sitting in it. There's a handlebars, but there's yeah. no, like you can hold on to, but there's nothing holding you into your seat. Yeah. And then you float around this thing and there's some drops. You get wet immediately. And then at the end, there's a 40 foot sheer drop in this plastic log. <laughs> that is horrifying. <laughs> like I could not believe how scary that was. That scared the crap out of me. Did you like it? I don't know. I did like it yeah. because I survived it. But I think that it put like the drop, the length of the drop was probably twice as long as what is reasonable to scare me. Yeah. So I was scared. And then you're like, come on, this is just ridiculous. My brain point. thinks it should be over if it's a ride. Yeah. And it's not over. I have another 20 feet to go <laughs> yeah. and then you drop into this thing and my I thought I was gonna die and then we get to the bottom soaking wet we get out of the log and there's two kids they're probably seven and eight yeah. maybe yeah or maybe six and nine like one of yeah. them was pretty tiny they were small and Nick is bearded <laughs> wild-haired soaking wet <laughs> screaming <laughs> he screamed motherfucker coming down the top of this thing and you can hear all every what everybody's doing, <laughs> screaming. And then he gets out of the thing, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And he looks at these two little kids who are about to get on the log ride, like our seats. Yeah. And he turned around and he goes, "You're gonna ride this?" He's like, "Get ready! It's really scary." <laughs> and the little girl goes, "It's scary." <laughs> and I was like, "No, no, no! It's really fun. You're gonna love it." <laughs> but that like, made it worse. Yeah. You're just like, it's just like wild eyes, like grabbing her by the collar. She's like, "You're gonna love it, kid. No, you're gonna love it. Don't worry about it." And she's just like, "Ah!" It's like that thing where. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> I'm just saying it. That Simpsons thing. Yeah. When Krusty gets a marionette, like a little um, ventriloquist dummy, yeah. and he tries to use it, but it's really old. So every time he makes it talk, like it, its jaw falls off <laughs> yeah. and his eyes pop out. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, no, no, kids. And every time the kids scream like louder and louder, yeah, yeah. and he knocks on its head and its head click caves in, yeah. and they'll go, ah! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that was, was like that. I, I really terrified this kid right literally as she was getting into the ride. And her little brother. <laughs> like a crazy I didn't person. even see her parents. I was, I like bounced. And then I got out and I just like went up to one of the people and I was like, it, if do heavier guys in the front get wetter? Why is no one else as wet as me? And then the guy just said, I don't I don't know. He was like, <laughs> it happens to the best of them, man. Well, then you stood in the corner. First you did that. You talked to the kids and scared the kids. Yeah. Then you scared the guy who was running the ride. And yeah. then you got up and stood in the corner while other people got off the ride to ask them how wet they got. <laughs> I was just like, this seems unreasonable. Why am I why am I more than twice as wet I as mean, the wettest person? We were all just I just was thinking I gotta get out of here and Nick is losing his mind <laughs> he's just asking all these people all wet 
crazy. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, then after that, we got some good churros. We got some bomb-ass churros after that. And then we got the luckiest break in the whole world. We just... We're like, oh, the, the line at Haunted Mansion looks kind of short, and it was right there. So then we get in line, and this guy, the guy working there, just goes, do you mind taking stairs? And we said no, and he said okay, and he pointed down this other path. And we just went down the stairs and then immediately got on the ride. I think that he was – I think that's a code word. There was something super weird. He, we asked him a question. I think we asked him how long it was going to be. We asked him a question yeah, and he answered it and we were nice and we said, thank you and please. And yeah. then we walked through the whole thing. I think he let us, oh, we said, how do we get in this line? Yeah. And he goes, okay, you go all the way over here. And we yeah. were like navigating this thing and yeah. running. And he looked at us and he goes, do you mind, do you mind, do you mind using stairs? And we said, no. And then he just kind of nodded in the other direction. And they were tons of people in line ahead of us we just skipped that and us? went down there was like us and like maybe 20 other people or then something he just put down another way and we just got on the ride we just immediately <laughs> got on on man we got that we it happened so quick and we we're sitting there and i was like is this haunted mansion like maybe this is a real haunted mansion he just put us in maybe this is the haunted ghost ride like did we just get sucked into some demonic war pole yeah it, it was, was a, really crazy it was like a back entrance to it or something it was awesome yeah so that, that was, was cool but yeah. i had to imagine man i could pass on that <laughs> yeah, right. it was kind of it was cool like there are holograms and stuff yeah. but i mean for the most part it, i think you know i'm gonna say it and i know this is and i think maybe i need more time this is what i'm thinking i'm sorry okay. I'm, it's okay. I'm gathering my thoughts don't be scared to be a little negative Miro. be honest this it's is okay. what i'm thinking i think that the game of disney is to really Take it easy. Uh -huh. I think it's supposed to be you have fun fair food, yeah. you watch a parade, maybe yeah. you ride a boat, like yeah. you walk around, you see some baby ducks, you yeah. get on a ride, you walk around again, you have popcorn in line. You spend $200 on Star Wars Legos. Right. You do whatever. You know, I mean, I think it's supposed to be more experiential than it was. So then in the context of that, all of these animatronic characters yeah i think i think in my brain without the rhythms of the park being yeah. fully intact i just am feeling like where's the rest of it like you yeah. want it to be more high octane or something yeah i i i i kind Does of that make sense yeah totally it makes sense i mean pirates of the caribbean is cool but I was like, mm, maybe I would just go on Space Mountain again. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking rides, there yeah. are amazing rides. And then there's more stuff where if you're in a, you're like, have a vibe. Yeah. Then those other ones would be really cool. And they're great for kids. And they're beautiful. Yeah. But I just couldn't, I don't think I tapped into the vibe of the place enough yeah. to feel like it was worth it to stand in line for 40 minutes to watch robots sing a song. You know what I mean? I know. And it's like. We're in line with people wearing all the Disneyland merch, like clearly people who go to Disneyland and come back to Disneyland and love it. And they're standing in the same line as us, waiting the same amount of time to ride this ride again, you know, because they do it every year or whatever. Like people do love it. Like people really tap into that part of it. I think I, I think it missed me a little bit. Yeah. The, I, I had my favorites were the mountains. I like the roller coasters the most, yeah. I think. And then I I think that was mostly it. I yeah. don't know if there was one like an experiential one that I really liked. I love the I mean, I don't know where you'd put this, but the star tours 
one. Yeah, that was really cool. Or like Soren. Like those kind of rides where there's a screen and you're like, it feels like you're really moving and it feels like just a, you're interacting in a movie in this sort of exhilarating ride way. It's not a roller coaster, but it is like a, a, a ride. I love those. Yeah, I really, I think if I could do it again, I would want to do this. I did the roller coaster, which was really scary for me. So then I wanted to do the crazy swing one. There were yeah. a bunch of ones that were just carnival rides that I'm sure were very well done. Yeah. And we're used to the maybe less well done ones. Yeah. So I wanted to see what it would be like to be on their version of those rides. Yeah. They looked a little too normal to me to feel like I really wanted to spend my time at Disneyland doing them like the Ferris wheel or the swing things or those, those types are like the, but that's what I'm saying is yeah. that like they, they're the arc all they're the, root of the archetype mm -hmm. you know so in my mind probably the swing thing is designed so you can see something spectacular yeah you know and it's done in a way that is better than what it would be like at the county fair when the last uh -huh. time was you did it that's yeah. all i'm saying is right. that my bet based on how much care is in each ride and yeah. each event I think that these normal ones would probably be way head and shoulders above the experiences of having them in different places. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. Um, cause they just pay attention to detail and stuff like right. that. And I, you know, so I, I think I probably would have done more of those it, rides and maybe less of the animatronics, but I don't know if you were sitting there and you start your visit off yeah. seeing tons of characters and you, exhibits and parades and yeah, there's right. so much more to interact with within the park yeah then maybe seeing the robots feels like an extension of that yeah right you, totally. that's what i mean it's, you're not like plugged into the yeah the culture of it yeah the, the culture yeah, of the right. park for sure so if you're fo hyper focused on rides part of me is just like i just want to go on space mountain again yeah totally <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of hyper focus on rides, we had it in our mind that there was no way we were going to get do Rise of the Resistance, the new Star Wars one, because the virtual queue was not didn't work for us. We could never log on, whatever. And same with Indiana Jones. So Nick's a king. And am I? Yes, you are a king. You're so brave and so strong. And we thought we couldn't get into Indiana Jones. Yeah. And my brother said. Well, maybe we could just ask them if we can get in. Yeah. And I I was going to be like, okay, well, there's no reason not to. Yeah. So Nick saunters up to this woman who's working the line, and he just says, you know, we couldn't get on the queue. Is there any way we could get in? And she just goes, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, technically. They just opened the yeah, ride to the public. Technically, they had opened it to standby. But on our apps, they hadn't even updated it to say that. So we literally were like, let's go right now. So we just went and we walked from the beginning of the line all the way directly onto the ride itself. We didn't wait any time whatsoever. It just took as long as it took to walk through the line to get there. And we got on Indiana Jones, which was so cool and so fun. And it's such an iconic ride. And we thought we weren't going to be able to do it. Yeah. And we totally did. So that was Disney magic. Yes. It was fine. I, I liked it. It was okay. The problem is, is that the COVID glass, they have glass, like yeah. plexiglass set up between the rows and we were yeah. on a ride. It reflects back all the light. Yeah. So if you're in the back seat, you can't see anything because all the light from behind you is on the plexiglass. Yeah. So all of the things that are supposed to really be 
optical illusions you can't see. Yeah. So you have to lean out of the side around the plexiglass. <laughs> yeah, right. The coolest thing was the boulder at the end. The boulder tries to smash you and it really feels like you're going to die. And yeah, then you right. dip underneath the boulder. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, I was, I, I thought it was okay. Yeah, I think Muriel needs more action. I think you were kind of uh, geared up for enjoying like the pleasant little experiential rides, and really what you want is some rock and roll. I think that I want to go back when it's not a pandemic, yeah. and I want to see what it actually is like, yeah. because after a few hours in the park, I realized this is probably really different yeah. than what it was. Right. Yeah. So we ended our night. By we did the Star Tours thing in Tomorrowland, and then we just did a couple of the rides that had no lines in Toontown. The Roger Rabbit one, I l really love that, and I think maybe that's actually a good example of why, if you're a fan of the thing, the ride is more fun. I love Who Framed Roger Rabbit, it's really one of my all time favorite movies. I love that movie, so to me, like seeing all the characters and being in that and kind of feeling like the movie itself, and that you're in the car and you can spin it and drive wild like you're out of control tune or whatever was so fun. Like, I love that, ride. yeah, it was really fun. But by then, all the food was closing down, which we didn't realize. So we had to settle on the one place was, which was open, which was the one place Jenna said not to eat. That was We had all these great suggestions for food. We tried to do as many of the snacks as we could. And then at the end, we were saving our cookies for dinner. Because of the pandemic, all the restaurants are closing early. <laughs> yeah. And there's one place, the only place they told us not to eat. It was in Tomorrowland. In Tomorrowland. And it was literally the worst food I have had in years. <laughs> I was like, Disney's got to get, Disney's got to nip this in the bud. That they was should be ashamed wild. of themselves. I, I, we got an $11 sandwich that had been sitting there for hours. It was the Galactic Grill just don't, don't go eat there. there. It's so bad. <laughs> it was as it was <laughs> so bad. It was so bad. Uh, the French fries were okay. Uh, yeah, the French fries were good. It was just so dumb because <laughs> we were all sitting there. It's getting late. We're all hungry because the only actual thing that we ate that was substantial was this corn dog that we ate at like 11 o'clock in the morning <laughs> yeah. and so it's nine and we've just been eating sugar all day yeah. dole whip and churros one lumpia right because we couldn't sit we couldn't eat anything unless yeah. you find this place to sit there's nowhere to sit so it kind of de-incentivizes doing that yeah i would have had popcorn i would have gotten all yeah, kinds right. of street food if we were walking around but it's i'm not gonna sit down to eat popcorn <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know right. what i mean yeah, yeah. so we're all hungry. We're all sugared out. Yeah. And caffeined out. And my brother, you know, we're looking and all the restaurants are closing. And he's and he says, you know, there's tons of funny like chains around here. We could go to Tony Roma's. Yeah, Have you right. ever been there? We could leave the park and get dinner somewhere. Right. Leave the park and get dinner. And I said, we're in the park. Let's not leave the park. Let's yeah. have some sort of magical end to this experience. Yeah. And so we trek all the way over to Tomorrowland. <laughs> it's, I don't know, for me, freezing. Well, I'm still wet from Stupid Splash <laughs> Mountain. My underwear is just damp, you know? It's super cold. We sit, like hunched down at this table. We're under these bright neon next lights. Next to the garbage cans. Next to the garbage cans. And it's blasting this terrible futuristic music. And then the food comes out and it's like, it was so <laughs> yeah. gross. And we just power ate these <laughs> disgusting, cold, old, dry out sandwiches. Yeah. 
it hunched over this stupid table, like <laughs> shivering in the cold. And I, I, and it was just as expensive as going to Tony Romo's. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was right. just like, why do we do that? Yeah, right. uh, this is not what I meant. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. and the other piece of it is if you eat anything in the park, you have to pre-order it on your phone. Yeah. So you can't walk around and be like, that looks good. Yeah. You have to pre-order it and then they give you a window to pick it up. So right. we couldn't go to the Galactic Grill and see, obviously, this is a fucking waste of time. Let's right. not go here. Yeah. So we just we just were like, oh, this is open. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Jenna said not to do it, but here we go. It was <laughs> so bad. We we're just sitting there. My feet were just throbbing. So tired. How many steps did you get in? Did you get their final we, count? At the end of the day. One of my favorite things was just feeling like, okay, I'm going to wear my really good running Asics, you know, the ones that we actually run in, and they're like the most comfortable shoes. I'm going to wear those. So then the whole, whole day, I was just looking at everyone's sensible walking shoes. I was just literally judging everyone's shoes like, okay, those look good. Ooh, those look bad. Okay, I can't believe they're wearing that. I could never do flip-flops. What the hell is that person thinking? Okay, I love those. Ooh, she's got hokas on. I was really into the footwear. Okay, okay, I got it. Yeah. This is the total steps from yesterday. Yeah. 30,000 steps. <laughs> nice. By the time we got back to the car. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> uh, I was going to say, by the time we were eating that terrible food, we were at like 25. Yeah, we still had, and we were going to go through a walk through like the little New Orleans part at night. Because it was, we were like, oh, I bet you it'll look pretty at night. But we were already all the way in Tomorrowland. We're like, all right, we have to do it. If we were in Europe, we would go for a walk. We would we'd power through the night. I know. You said that to me. I was like, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> I was like, no, we got to the park and we're walking. And I just am doing it because everybody, we had said we were going to do it. Yeah. You know, like that's the... That I just ended up being kind of on the wrong side of history for a few votes. You know, I was I wanted to go on the train and nobody wanted to do that until it got dark. But by the time we wanted to do that, the train was closed. It stopped at 2.30. Which, which is not fair. But yeah. also it was the only thing I really wanted to do. Yeah. And, uh, and then I wanted to go on this Ferris wheel. And then we decided to get this other... We said not to do that and then get a, that first shitty churro instead, which is just stupid. And I didn't even eat it. And then this was the last one where we were walking around outside of the Indiana Jones ride. And we were in New Orleans town. And I yeah. had been like, I really would love to walk around New Orleans town. Have you guys been to New Orleans? I just want to see what it looks like. Yeah. And everyone was like, no, no, it's way better when it's dark. <laughs> Everything I wanted to do. Everyone was like, yeah, I guess let's just do it when it gets dark. <laughs> we're just too tired, yeah. you know? So and then it, everyone made this big deal about me being, Oh, well, we said we were going to go to New Orleans. Like you wanted to do that, you know. And I was like, "Bitch, I wanted to do that four hours." Ago. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm cold here. and tired. We walking, My feet hurt. We were walking over to it, and I was like, "Ah, I'm over it. I don't want to <laughs> do this. I was, I'm done. I don't want to do this. This is no longer pleasurable." And my brother just starts laughing, and I was like, "We can do a loop, but I'm not walking anymore. I want to go the fuck home." <laughs> Disney blasted me in the face and I'm finished with this stupid ass shit. I'm freezing. Still wet. My socks are wet. I'm done. Ah, uh, God. All right. Well, Muriel, you were mostly excited about the people watching at the beginning of this thing. So how did the people watching uh, match up to your pleasure meter? It was good. I think, I think that 
You know what I would say? Hmm. I think people are stressed because mm-hmm. of the pandemic and yeah. people watching is less fun just because <laughs> I feel like, you know, we're all avoiding each other. Yeah. You know, it's polite to not walk near someone yeah. now and you don't want to breathe in their air. And yeah. even coming back from the Midwest, like we were in Oak Park recently and everyone says hello. Yeah. And that used to really unnerve me, but coming from LA and going there and coming back here, I definitely felt as if uh, there's some weird tension in the air. Mm-hmm. And I felt that a little bit. Yeah. I just think it's, it's still, people are recovering. It was a really traumatic year and a half. Yeah. It still is for a lot of people. Yeah. And like, so it was different. I just feel like with masks on too, yeah. you can't see the dynamics and people are really like, wanting to kind of be private, you know, people aren't really trying to be nice to each other. Yeah. I mean, I thought overall, I think that I know what you're saying. I, I had several times where I held a door open for a woman coming out of the bathroom and they didn't say, thank you. Mm. I said, excuse me. Yeah. I mean, at one point there was a lady who was just standing holding up the entire line talking on the phone yeah and then nick said oh do you mind if we go around you or are you gonna keep being in the line and she just stared at him and then turned around and walked away i mean it was a lot i think there was a lot of that you know and i don't think it was i just think it's weird because we're so used to being in our own bubbles yeah and we're supposed to move through the park in our own bubbles right so like people are just not as open yeah. and it's weird to people watch when you feel as if you're spying on them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like I we're think, all averting our gaze yeah. and not engaging. You can't hear each other talk, you know, my favorite aspect of the people watching, which I did, I was playing little games with myself because so many people are dressed up in Disneyland gear yeah, or like yeah. have the merch or whatever. And then so many people aren't. So what was fun to me is seeing like which, people did have the merch because it was all types of people you know like some like tough ass like motorcycle family or something we're wearing like matching we're going to disney shirts you know I, there's and a then, lot of that counter type yeah, yeah right so like to me that was really fun to check out and then the other part that was fun is just like sort of mentally ranking which merch i like the best like oh that's a cool mickey design or like don't like that one or like you know i haven't noticed a lot of donald ducks then you see like two cool you donald kept duck saying shirts. That. i was, was like how come no one's got donald duck shirts on <laughs> why is you know? Mountain? <laughs> <laughs> so many people uh had like marvel and star wars gear and then he, i was like you know i really appreciate the r2d2 aesthetic you know or whatever yeah i don't i'm not really into merch and stuff although i did think why it was funny the family ones were really yeah. weird i think yeah. the the i say weird i mean it's fine it's cute but it's just very declarative yeah you right, know totally what was the, there was a one that said the only princess i know calls me daddy yeah, <laughs> which right. was just like you gotta understand what, people like, are gonna what, think. what are you saying are you saying your daughter is your favorite princess or you're saying you are like the man for some princess and she calls her daddy that language i don't think can be reclaimed by disney i think it has its own life <laughs> i was know? guessing that that was not an officially sanctioned uh disney shirt there was definitely some bootleg ones the funniest one was this grumpy ass mom was walking around in a shirt that said most expensive day 
ever. And then the day, the A in the day was uh, <laughs> a Mickey face. Yeah, I mean. She's not were, buying that on site. You I'm know? sure that there are people on protest vacations. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, there was one lady who was dressed up. Uh, she was kind of a, a super hot mom. Yeah. And uh, she was wearing a shirt that said mini. It was like a, like a Disney shirt that's black. Yeah. It says mini and she's wearing black skinny jeans and her hair's done. And she's got ears on. And then she had three daughters that yeah. were all wearing cute cut off black shorts, matching shirts, and their hair is all cute. They're all seven, eight, yeah. real sassy. And then they all say mini me. <laughs> yeah, underneath right. them. So yeah. It's like mini and then mini me. <laughs> yeah, right. Which I thought was pretty cute. I saw one guy's shirt that was just like a dad. And it just said, I'm just here to pay for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think it'd be, it's funny because there was a lot of single adult, like adults without children. It was yeah. more, I think adults without children than families with children. Yeah. Right. But, uh, you know, it's a children's, I mean, there's so much about it. That's it's, it's cartoons. It's like a kid's place. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I can't imagine families that have multiple kids that they're bringing to Disneyland. That's not a huge financial hardship. I mean, that is expensive as hell. Oh, I know. And everybody's crying. It's just yeah. like, everybody's just crying. You know, I mean, kids were pretty hyped. They yeah. were super, super excited. Yeah, you got to see some really happy kids. There's like a Goofy doing one of those, like up on one of those um, platforms. platforms that you were talking about, like doing a thing. So I'm just like walking by without it really registering. And then I just notice a kid and he just starts laughing and pointing. And he's just like loving what everything is Goofy is doing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's the part that like I really don't get that I'm really not tapped into is that certain kids are just like loving certain things that are not even on my radar. Yeah. You know, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I think there's, that was also disorienting in this way that like first getting on that radiator Springs ride and you're just like, Whoa, here we go. Okay. I guess cars are talking to me. Oh my God. And the kids were super cute. There were so many cute kids. They were just, just Fat and happy and <laughs> sassy and running around. Uh, it sounds like uh, <laughs> two other people I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Thank, Thank you, you for listening. Thank you to Nina and Jenna and Ryan and Becky and Baz. And everyone else who hit us up with some insights. Again, got to shout out Nina for sending us some snack funds via Venmo. I didn't get that gray stuff, Godot or whatever it's called, the dessert thing. Yeah. But next time I am on that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. I wanted to get that Monte Crisco. Oh, I know. Damn that it. was what I thought we were going to do Me for too. dinner. Me anyway. too. I know. Oh, anyway. Okay. Thank you to Ryan and Ryan at Campfire Media. And thank you for listening. I don't know. Uh joey for doing the music i don't know we're done okay okay disneyland is great you guys are great we need a day to recover okay bye hey it's mia hey it's Allie, and we host the rom-com review podcast p.s i love rom-coms each week we'll have incredible guests come and discuss a new rom-com grand gestures meet cutes and of course that elusive chemistry mia what are you doing holding that giant boom box over your head I'm hoping to win over listeners with this grand gesture. Take us back! Find a new episode every week and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Campfire Media. Wow, you're uh, still holding that boombox. 
Yeah, I've got great upper body strength. Thanks, CrossFit. P.S. I love rom-coms. I love rom-coms. Campfire.